Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. It is too late for me to figure out something good to say here. Welcome to another episode of Sorry We Love Football, the only show that assigns homework to its guests. I'm Eagles fan Daniel Hardigan, and I'm in full fuck Dallas mode this week. I'm joined by a man who's ready to tank, Chiefs fan Danny Solomon. Let's just let's just go 4-12 and 12 and get the number 6 pick so we can do something. Also to my right is a man who has his eyes set on the division after getting his first win, Washington football fan Jamel Johnson. Uh, we're two games back, and uh, the East is trash, so good morning. And finally, uh, let's welcome our guest. He wrote for Billy on the Street. He's the co-host of the Air Buds basketball podcast, as well as the host of The Rebuild, a Cleveland Browns pod. He also just got married on Saturday in Boston and flew back just to do this show. Please welcome Peter Moses. This show is my honeymoon. Here I am. Oh, yeah. Thank you, guys. We're uh, all going to have sex later. <laughs> <laughs> with our wives oh no oh yeah 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 right yeah with All our right. wives let's start the show uh peter let's let's throw it your way what did you hate about watching football this week oh i know i'm the second browns uh fan you've had in a row um but i i, I do hate watching the browns i did get married this weekend and after a, a beautiful uh two and a half days of festivities decided to step to a um wing establishment in the cape cods with my brother to watch the Browns game, thought I'd get a little R&R, and um, it was a disaster. It was a straight – it was it was a fucking nightmare, not only because – like the Browns – okay, I'll, I'll be brief. The Browns, I've been waiting for a quarterback my whole life, and just like I've been looking for love. I've been looking for love my whole life and uh, found him. Her name is Baker Mayfield. She's a, a, a beautiful Oklahoma Sooner. You like how you use both – he and her. Nice. Yeah. Continue. Listen, Baker is genderless. Yeah. yeah. Baker is a non-conforming. Ba- Baker is That's a non-conforming true. construct. The way he rocks those headbands. Yeah. Absolutely. He's a they. He he is a they. He's he he's a he's a mine. He's my baby, and like, I know that he's throwing interceptions, and I know that he's a little bit small, but I've been waiting for this shit my whole fucking life, and all I see on Brown's Twitter during the game is like, torch this dude. He fucking sucks. Our rookie coach fucking sucks. Everything is terrible. We should all fucking kill ourselves. Odell Beckham's a criminal. Like, it, it's – there's no space for me to just want him to be improving. It's like each week he has to be – he has to throw 350 yards, have like 120,000 passer rating, or the sky is fucking falling. Um, who, who here has been good at their job right away also? You know, no one. You get hired – the first couple of weeks are just kind of figuring it out, right? You're just you're messing up drink orders and you're 
You know, you're getting screamed at by your by not even your boss, your boss's assistant. I worked at a really nice restaurant for six months this year, and I never learned the wine list. <laughs> not once. I lied about every I lied about tannins and flavors, and it was fine. It was it was totally fine. I think the only person who was probably ever good right away was whatever Michelle Obama was doing. That's probably it. It's those arms. It was. She's got. She might have a better arm than Baker Mayfield. That's very possible. I. I. It's just. It's like it's not only like like fuck the Colin cowards and all the people who are gonna like jump on and off the bandwagon every week. But the our front front part of our schedule was fucking tough. Freddie Kitchens. You like you either think he's better than Hugh Jackson or you don't. Like give the man like at least four fucking minutes to try to figure out how to be a head coach. The officiating this year. I know, like, I know it's lame to talk about the officiating, but like Jarvis Landry, like, got speared in the face and called for a crackback block, uh, and and that's and that summed up about all of the officiating that the Browns have been dealing with for the last ten years. Um, so fuck football. Um, <laughs> everyone, leave the fucking Browns alone. Let me watch them in silence. And uh, unless your take is full of support and love, if you if you have takes anywhere. You should have to get like a driver's license, like a driver's license for takes. That's what I think. And everybody leave my Browns alone and fuck off. Okay. (laughs) Can I go now? Is that it? (laughs) I felt better. I really did. I felt good. I pronounce you man (laughs) and opinion. Uh, You know what I hated about fucking football this week? Thursday. They got to stop doing Thursday night football. I hate Thursday night football. I hate the schedule. I feel like they spread it out just to make gambling harder because there has never been one good Thursday night football game. That is a lie. There's been four. In how many seasons? Five seasons of Thursday night football? (laughs) There's been four good games. Stop doing it. Roger Goodell was watching a fucking Cincinnati Bearcats versus Florida Atlantic game on a Thursday and was like, ooh, you know what? That's us. We need to go ahead and do that. Everybody's hurt. They just played three days before. And don't tell me they get a fucking 10-day break after that. That's fucking retarded. I shouldn't say retarded. Bleep the retarded part. <laughs> Along with the word retins. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I really appreciated yeah, that. Yeah, bleep retins too. Can you bleep Goodell's name too? Sure. We're, we'll add a couple bleeps for the director's cut version. Stop doing Thursday night football. It's wrong. Guys are getting hurt. Offenses are trash. I mean... The only thing I know is start a Thursday defense, do that. If I could just play Goodell's advocate for one moment here, <laughs> I think what would what is appealing about Thursday Night Football to the fan, and you're obviously completely correct about the damage that it does to the players and obviously uh, you know all of the horrible things about the business that we all normally hate. I'm going to just step in there real fast before you continue this point. Every time I watch football now, I do a little like gladiator salute to myself. And I say, thank you for sacrificing your life for this. Um, I am a monster for watching you rip your Achilles for nothing other than my enjoyment and happy concussions. So, Yeah, I mean, go ahead and destroy your brain. You want to. We want you to. We figured out a nice little entente there that we could all feel good about. Uh, But I I think that this Thursday thing at least gives us, if we're all going to just wallow in the the dirt of what we're all doing – then it's great to have every single day something football significant to deal with. You know, you got Sunday's the big day. 
Monday, you get a game. Tuesday, you at least get the results of your fantasy game. You know, you get to see where you're at in the league standings. Wednesday, of course, the waivers come in so you can get your new players. Uh, and then you got a Thursday game. Thursday would be nothing. You would have nothing on Thursday. You would have to go into the void of Friday and Saturday with an extra day of absolutely nothing, just torturing yourself with normal family and human activities for I three like whole days. I, I, say, I, think, I like my family. Yeah, your family sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I think Thursday should be like uh, at least a 15-minute walk, you know, just like yeah, alone. or like some. Jur- you know what it is? Thursday should just be journaling. Everyone does like – Every NFL fan does like 10 to 15 minutes of journaling. Please, uh, yeah. Note to our fans, we are not advocating journaling on this show. <laughs> yeah. I just – it's because of me. I'm stoned all the time, and I just need like some more time to r- recoil. If if every game was on Sunday and they just had the one on Monday, I would understand what was happening on a weekly schedule. It's just too much. What are you, like fucking throw? You want to just live out in the woods? <laughs> The only advantage I see to a Thursday night football game is if your favorite team loses on Sunday, you get to wash it away as soon as possible, prepare for the Thursday game, and that bad taste is in your mouth for less amount of time. But have you ever watched your team on a Thursday night game and not been thinking the whole time who's going to get the hurt and then we're never because we're on Thursday? That's Happens the whole time. time. The whole time is just like, well, here it comes. Someone really important is going to get hurt because they're going through their second car crash in 72 hours. Great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the Eagles-Packers game, we lost Avante Maddox, carted off the field, stabilized. Uh, I think uh, Bradham went out, too. It does. It happens to every team. I mean, fucking what's-his-face on the Packers, the the backup running back, Jamal Williams, also stretchered off the field. And then yesterday is just looks amazing on Monday Night Football. I can't that, – that's such a strange thing to me when you see a guy who's motionless and his soul has left his body – and then two weeks later, he's back out there making plays. Mason like, Rudolph I, got concussed so hard, he's supporting Bernie Sanders now. <laughs> <laughs> he, he went from, like, liking Tommy Laren post to, like, full-on Bernie bro. He got hit so hard by the fucking Ravens. Hey, let's hit some more guys then. Yeah, <laughs> Keep the hits coming. It's like that amnesia cure, you know? You just have to hit him again, same spot. It's, they just got their bell rung. He's fine. Um, okay, so what I didn't like about this week um, – this new onside kick rule, I know. Is this new this year, or did it was yeah. it introduced last year? Last year, maybe. Um, where they just have you, you can't have this an over amount of people on one side lined up. I think the onside kicks are O for seventeen this year, and I think maybe one was recovered last year. This is an impossible play now. This rule change has your team is complete. If you don't, if if you run out of time, there's no hope anymore. That you have to keep your timeouts and just force a punt on the other side. Or I I think they're trying to eliminate the kickoff altogether, and this is just – they're just trying to, like, muddle it so we already all hate this onside kick, so we all, we all accept a fourth and 20 play if you want to try and get the ball back or just some sort of crap that they're going to replace the kickoff with. But that's – they did offer that, that one proposal that was completing a fourth and 15 – I hate At, that. In lieu of the onside kick. I hate it. I, I believe that it would be awesome. We're going to get – How awesome would that be? But I mean, we're going to get these – arena football being similar? We're going to get Let's these – Let's do some stuff. Packers-Lions-esque like penalties on a 4th and 15 that are just bailout calls where you didn't execute the play. You just – a fucking player put his hand in a guy's face mask for a split second. 
and then you get an automatic first down. You didn't. That's way easier than recovering an onside kick. I don't know. So, I like when the football gods reward a team for having played well throughout the game with an onside kick. For I, being able to nudge the ball <laughs> 10 yards with your stupid foot are you it bounces the go- around dumbly until you questioning the gods? someone on the hands team fumbles it and you get the recovery. It's dumb. It's a dumb play. It, it barely worked before. You got to get the high bounce. You can't even let the hands guys touch it. I think you got to get year, the double boink boink boink. There should yeah. be no. There should be no rules on onside kicks. <laughs> In fact, I think the NFL should just have no rules next year. I think it would be Ooh. so much more of a free flowing game. Yeah. Okay. Just like yeah, sex on the field. Sex on the field. No, I just sex on field. Like if it, 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 it let's just turn it into rugby with helmets. At least that way there would be some consistency. The amount of trying to like. It was like we were talking about the soundboard before we started recording, where like you tinker with one thing and that fucks up everything else, and then you tinker with something else, and now and now I, I don't know what the rule I don't know what the rule I don't know what catches are I don't know what blocks are I don't know what defense is I don't know what offense is I don't know what onside kicks like like it's like it's like worse than trying to play Madden it's like I don't know any of the fucking buttons for anything. Yeah, it's real. Does sound like a Browns fan. Oh yeah. <laughs> Full, like, ex- existential crisis at the end of every sentence. My hate about football this week, the analytics, the numbers. You know, everybody thinks I'm going to talk about the refs because of the Chiefs. I totally agree with that, but you can't say it. It's just the one thing you can't say. The refs fucked us. Well, yeah, they did. It's obvious. But they fuck everybody equally. So it's all just like, it's a moot point. The numbers show that. What, what I hate is after a dismal loss that we suffered two in a row at home disgusting disgusting defense us getting flag fucked all over the field i'm ready to just say look we suck maybe it's right now maybe it's forever but we suck and that's fine we just let's understand that we suck but no i go on twitter i follow all these chiefs beat writer guys these chiefs weird analytics guys and they're all being like wait a minute we don't suck we have all this stupid rationalizing numbers bullshit to talk about. our defense isn't dog shit we were three percent over expected yards on third and <laughs> ten or longer we're not bad anymore guys the sky isn't falling we're fine we have all these numbers you can see it with your fucking eyes that we suck no numbers are going to convince me that we're not bad on defense. And I don't know where these guys are coming up with these numbers and why they aren't just taking that basement mathematician bullshit that they're spending all of their hours and hours on every week and just putting it into something more, uh, you know, more beneficial to humanity. Just want them scouting the farm system for the Royals? I don't even give a shit about sports. Let's talk about climate change. Figure out a fucking... What's the formula for a perfect carbon capture device? Why don't we help us get a propulsion system that'll get us to Mars, get us the fuck off this planet? These nerds are crunching numbers in the wrong areas. I agree with you, Danny. We could be, humanity could be saved if these fucking dorks wouldn't stop trying to convince me that the O-line isn't trash. You know what the opposite of analytics is? Watching Cam Irving play football. I agree. That we is, can share that. That, that is the op- I, I It took a, it took like a year or so, but I was like, "Wow, is Cam Irving?" No, 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 no. He's still he's still a, a, a trash monster. They tried to convince us. 
for a couple weeks before these two losses, they were like, Cam Irving really holding his own at left tackle. He fuck he fell down on his ass every single play. And once on Mahomes' ankle. I was on like, that, his ankle. That is the Cam Irving the I know and love. The future <laughs> of the next 15 years of my life. And we have Cam Irving falling on him with his fucking ass. How much does that guy's ass weigh? How have you Honestly, guys not, not enough because he can't block fucking anybody. <laughs> That's true. You want you want the thick tree trunk legs and the fat ass, and I guess maybe he doesn't have enough. It's all like he's got long arms. They like that he has long arms. Fuck you. <laughs> How have you guys not offered us everything for Trent Williams yet? I don't that's not our biggest problem is what's crazy. Like sure that'd be great if we wanted to send you a couple firsts or something for Trent Williams. That still wouldn't solve the most atrocious things about our team. So, uh, let's talk about your team. Let's get into the week seven slate uh, Thursday game. We're talking about that earlier. When your team loses, it's great to just wash it away. Uh, Chiefs at Broncos. How you feeling? You know, we talked about this uh, earlier this week. I think I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out an amount of money that I want to bet with you or with anybody oh. on the Chiefs losing this game, which they will. I'm booking it. We are hurt, and we're going to get more hurt during this game. We're already down three of our best players, at least three of our most highly paid players. Do you really think your defense is bad enough to make Joe Flacco look good? Because I understand that the the Broncos have been flying under the radar with uh, Vig Fangio. As like, Vic Fangio? Vig, Vic Fa- Fangio? He's the Vig. I like Vig. I, I, I just Vig, watched Goodfellas on the plane, the so I feel like I just heard Vig a lot. <laughs> He's ju- yeah, uh, yeah. The Broncos, the Broncos still fucking suck balls. You guys, sh- yeah, they suck balls. And I understand that people are trying to convince me that the Colts and the Texans are good teams that we lost to. I don't buy it. They're not. They're not as good as we should have been. And and the, and we can lose to anyone. That's what I'm being taught here. Joe Flacco does not have to throw a single pass in this game. <laughs> <laughs> Philip Lindsay and Royce Freeman will run for 950 yards combined. Book that number, 950. That will be an NFL record that will stand for all time because we just can't stop anybody. We just, we, we're like the Chiefs at our best this year are like the princess in Shrek, right? Like super hot offense. Cocaine you know, problem. Just end that, obviously. But just, you know, you got the one aspect, it's super hot. You're, you know, you'd you'd follow it to the fucking dragon castle or whatever the fuck, but then at night, the defense comes out and it's butt ugly. <laughs> and I know the whole message of Shrek is that she was actually perfect for Shrek because he was ugly too. Blah blah blah. I don't want to hear that shit. The analogy stands. Damn. Our offense is terror. Our offense is amazing, but hampered by a bad o-, o line right now has to be perfect because the defense. Is such garbage, and we'll give up seven on every single possession. Do you bet against your team sometimes? No, I mean, I you know I don't really bet so much. You know, I know that's that's sacrilegious to football fans, but I don't really bet a lot. I do the year long fantasy football stuff. DraftKings, it just I tried it, proved that I was terrible at coming up, and then and then pick them. I, I just I don't know what's going on. So I'm actually a little bit hedging this prediction by saying that a lot of my predictions don't come true because I'm kind of stupid. So I think that by believing so strongly that the Chiefs are going to lose this week, we might win because of that. 
but That's the spirit. The I believed I believed that we would win the last two games oh. very, very deeply. Welcome to hell. I and like this. The belief is what's wrong. Do not believe. How do you feel about uh, when you see Tyreek Hill doing a backflip in the end zone? Shouldn't he be thanking God for even being on the field or expressing some sort of remorse or gratitude? What do you? What would you prefer, Danny? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe what tone do you it down. To, what maybe do you want tones to do? it down a little bit. Wait, what, I mean, you you want him to like? Want him like teach a parenting class in the yeah, end zone I mean, when he scores? Swaddle <laughs> your baby out there, you know? He's a Change bad a father. He's a terrible father, a, a scary father, and a terrible husband, a person who should be in jail. But since he's not. He's amazing at catching touchdowns. Did you see him sky over that dude? That was awesome. I mean, he's back. (laughs) I mean, as long as Antonio Brown is running around posting fucking uh, Drake looking... If you're reading this, it's too late. Fucking memes. Oh, <laughs> thank God for Tariq AB. Tariq Hill could do whatever the hell he wants, <laughs> I think. Thank God for AB taking the spotlight away from my man Tyreek, who, you know, he, he's the, he is one of the three players on the Chiefs that, is, that remains that is amazing. Uh, and everybody else is either hurt or is on another team. Don't look now. The Broncos two games out of first place oh my in the AFC West. God. If they win this game, it's, it's a must, one game, a must win for the Chiefs in the AFC West right now. With the Chargers at two and four, the Raiders are three and two. We have to worry about the fucking Raiders. Oh, yeah, they're the third seed in the AFC right now. Third or fourth seed? Yeah. Okay, moving on. Let's go to the Sunday 1 p.m. games or 10 a.m. games here. Um, starting off, Dolphins at Bills. Uh, okay, so I had a question, and this is going to offend our guests, so I'm sorry. Who would you rather have right now, Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield, or Josh Allen? I think the answer is still Baker Mayfield. Josh Allen hasn't proven much, but other than he's competent, Josh Allen's, there's something there. Josh Allen reminds me a lot of Roethlisberger, where he's just going to take hits because he can that's almost worse, I feel like, when you're bigger because you're like, oh, I can handle this shit. But then you're going to, you know, get, like, Wang Chunged, like Patrick Chung. Was it Patrick Chung? Does he play? Is that who it was? Yeah. He's going to get Wang Chunged, and, like, you be – and then you're, like – and you can't walk for a week. And also, he can't – I mean, he can throw far but not really accurate, and Sam Darnold has an exploding spleen. I think it's still got to be Baker. I think it is. Oh, no, that's pretty close. Pretty close, Ooh, huh? and then and then hands the mic over, yeah. not yeah. even taking the scrutiny. I was trying to stir the pot a little bit. Three quarterbacks, same draft class. Uh, you know, they're all out there. We've seen a small sample size at this point. I think um, shout to Lamar Jackson for not even getting on the poll. Oh wow, <laughs> Lamar Jackson because he's clearly because first he's too good. in yeah. this poll. <laughs> he doesn't belong in the second tier of the 2018 draft class poll. I mean, Baker Mayfield set all those rookie records in like not a, even a full season. His ceiling's still higher than any of these other players, but um, yeah, right now it's it's a tough question. I mean, they're all kind of hovering. Um, any any thoughts on the Dolphins, Jamal? The the official spot. Guess who the official sponsor of the Dolphins is? Honey Nut Cheerios. <laughs> <laughs> Honey Nut Cheerios. Is that true? Yeah. They do. They're like the you know you know every team has like ten corporate sponsors, but. The the official sponsor of their Instagram wrap ups, Honey Nut Cheerios. And my question to you guys is that good for Honey Nut Cheerios, or is it a bad look for the Dolphins? It's good for the Dolphins because Honey Nut Cheerios are delicious, yeah. and Josh Rosen 
he, you know, he can just live in Miami, you know, nice, mild temps, go out to the beach, eat a bowl of Honey Nut Cheerios, and hang out with his bubby. It's a perfect gig for him. That is good grandparents hang cereal. Can I just read the Bills wins off real fast as we're talking about his Josh Rose, or his, uh, Josh Allen, like as good as Baker? Like, <laughs> beat the Jets by one point, beat the Giants, beat the Bengals by four points, lost to the Patriots, scored 14 points against their win against the Titans. Like, yeah, the Bills bucking suck. What a, a shitty, strong what a shitty three and one or four and one team. Strong case for Josh Allen not playing particularly well. Um, next game, Jaguars, Jags at Bengals. Thank you. Yeah, that Jaguars is Jaguars hard to hear at Bengals. Did you guys see the thirty thousand fake mustaches they handed out in Jacksonville? <laughs> uh, everybody looked like an idiot watching the Jags lose at home. There was Gardner Minshew mania still sweeping that place. They're just riding that thing hard, man. They ordered the mustaches after the first win. They didn't get to the stadium till last <laughs> Thursday. So they kind of were because they got sent to forced. Tuscaloosa first. Yeah, and then they, or Tallahassee. Because <laughs> that's where they came from. Right, it was a return just, to yeah. sender. <laughs> And they did that. I mean, the Jags are going to win this game. I can't. I mean, uh, one quick thing on the Jags: if you're at their next home game, be sure to check for their celebrity crossing guards. Uh, they have uh, former players doing crossing guard work in front of the stadium. Last week, they had uh, former defensive tackle Paul Fraze. Whoa! In front of Lot J. So check check that out. That's fun. I think it makes me sad. The Bengals, <laughs> the Bengals should just let AJ Green coach the team. Yeah, he's already there on the sidelines. Zach Taylor, I don't know what to think of that guy yet. He's obviously over in his career at this point. He's lost to a couple of other rookie head coaches. Um, it seems like you should graduate college before you become a head coach <laughs> he does of look an NFL team, like a Boy Scout. Yeah. But also, it's like he's trying to make a sandcastle out of diarrhea. <laughs> I mean, what are you gonna do? It's year one. You're given a terrible roster. Uh, next game. You want to give Baker a chance? Give fucking Zach Taylor a chance. <laughs> Moving on, we have the Vikings at Lions NFC North clash. Um, did you guys see Matt Patricia at the end of the Packers game last night? This is the the first Matt Patricia thing I've ever seen that I liked. It was one of those awkward plays where they give Williams the ball. Patricia has instructed the defense to allow them to score, and you have this awkward moment where eleven guys are just standing there. Jamal Williams runs to the end zone, stops at the one, is kind of looking around. There's all these players that are kind of like weirdly gravitating towards him but not tackling him, and then he just goes down, and Patricia throws his pencil. His genius <laughs> plan didn't work. It was the first signs of life I've seen out of that guy. That was a smart move. You were going to lose the game. It's the first smart thing I've ever seen him do. It didn't work, but uh, that's it. That's the only thing I've seen from him that I've liked. It seems like people accused of sexual assault are – turns out to be decent NFL coaches because this does seem like somehow the first time the Lions feel competent in like almost all of like maybe like like the one year they made the playoffs with Calvin Johnson and I think if nothing else I feel like Stafford just deserves this I feel like Stafford uh has never had this amount of competence around him so I I, I, I vibe for them has Patricia been accused of sexual assault wasn't that a thing didn't that happen? I was not surprised to hear it. But, Where's uh, the Google? Yeah. Just so we don't <laughs> look like like just just 
far left psychos uh, go, you know, trying what? to cancel everyone. I'm I listen. If you canceled everyone who was accused of sexual assault in the NFL, we'd be we'd all be watching the WNBA. Yeah. That's that's really no, because there's and there's some domestic some violence in the us. WNBA, and, the, and there is. Shouts out to Brittany Griner. I don't think you did it. <laughs> go Mystics. Uh, it looks like Matt Patricia did have a sexual assault case. Ooh, got indicted. Homie got indicted. That's a hey, they filed paperwork on. Yeah, that. that's not a far left thing. That's a that's a that's a straight facts, homie thing. And you know he loves filling out paperwork. <laughs> that's why he's got the pencil all the time. Uh, you know the Minnesota Vikings really just took our uh, the, my Eagles to the shed last week. Just whooped our ass. You got to wear it. You hate to see it. You have Kirk Cousins looking good. Oh, good God. game. You know when you see that when you when you play at Vikings, it's not even every first down where they make that fucking noise. What is that noise that they make? Like the Viking uh, horn? Yeah, it's a Viking horn. It's every completion. By the time you're done after three hours of watching that game, you just want to kill yourself. That fucking horn when you lose that team just haunts your dreams. It is terrible. Hate it. I'm very sorry. I'm sorry to you personally, Dan Hartigan, that you had to see that. Uh, yeah, I, both these teams, feisty, spicy. So far, my favorite game probably this week. Oh, yeah. Or one I will be like – casually watching more of i can't believe stefan diggs is play, like i mean but this could just goes back to like us like not really knowing what's going on we're getting reports like jay glazer's just like you know beating off to the thought of like a player yelling at a coach you know what i mean like we don't know the severity of anything because two weeks ago you would have thought stefan diggs is about to walk out on the team fucking leave town three touchdowns and a dub he probably still doesn't enjoy living in Minnesota, but anybody playing against that Eagle secondary right now is going to have a good day. People say Minneapolis is popping. Dude, they got the Minneapolis sound. What? Purple Rain? Under the Cherry Moon? What? Nothing? But yeah, I mean, I know who Prince is. What? <laughs> <laughs> Do you ask if I know who Prince is? Yeah, that's a, that's a very good game. Um, the Lions got hosed last night, as we all saw. I mean, they have to convert the. They kicked, I think, five or six field goals. That's kind of on them for not being able to finish. But they also got hosed. So, um, yeah, this is that's a good game. Next one, we got uh, Raiders coming off their bye week at Packers. Don't give Gruden another week, man. <laughs> I'll scheme you to death. They're threatening to win the fucking division, Danny. I know. <laughs> Can I just say? I'm kind of proud of John Gruden Me too. for coaching like better than everyone thought he was. Like GM stuff aside, trading Khalil Mack and Amari Cooper, they seem like they want to play for him and they like him. And it seems like he's somehow gotten everyone to buy into the biggest bitch I've ever seen in my life, Derek Carr. They lost their number one receiver t for personality issues <laughs> like a week before the season. Derek Carr is uh, pacing towards career highs in passer rating, completion percentage, and touchdowns. I mean, who the fuck is he even throwing to? And is, acne, by the way. Check out some photos of Derek Carr <laughs> on the sideline. That guy gets yeah. fucking zits every game. Jesus he's, is he's, not he's, helping with your skin. Luckily, he's married already. <laughs> uh, Danny, anything on the pack that you saw from last night? I'm just, you know, I guess the question is, why aren't the Packers destroying people? They were up 31-3 at Dallas. And that was one game, and I know you like to bring up Dallas losing every chance you get, but 
This last game, the Lions took them, you know, to at least to the wire. They're not really killing every team they play like they should be. The defense is better than I've ever seen the Packers be. I mean, Jair Alexander is like a star corner now. They have a, a good secondary. They have good safeties. The D-line is better. They're stopping people. They're stopping the run. And then they've got Aaron Rodgers in the offense. I mean, I know Devontae Adams has been out a couple weeks, but, you know, maybe things will look up when he comes back. But, you know, they've got all the tools. they got Aaron Jones. They're starting to let him loose a little bit. Why, aren't, why isn't it better? Why don't they kill everybody? Why wouldn't they kill the Raiders? And it feels like the Raiders have a real chance in this game. I mean, they, they really took it to the Bears in London. You know, weird game and all that, weird circumstances. But Josh Jacobs running all over the Bears' defense. Raiders winning games where they're, like, coming up against adversity that you would usually see them suck at. And, and yeah, and I agree with you. Packers are always kind of like the games are a little too close for how good they seem. I mean, you're, is Aaron Rodgers still a god? Can we just say that? Like, people are always talking about him like he's among the best quarterbacks. I, I've, I've had him in fantasy a couple of years in a row, and, you know, this year I don't have him, but people are bitching about how he's not doing that well as a fantasy QB. Yeah, fantasy-wise, his value is definitely down. But the eye so test what does he do? that you were talking – I mean, yesterday Devontae Adams is out, and then they lose um, Allison – their second receiver and then by the time they're they're thrown to practice squad guys that no one's ever heard of that are cost two hundred dollars in DraftKings that are just the <laughs> bottom of the barrel type type players that he's you know giving post game interviews to. You know, they want to talk to these guys. I mean Rogers is still making plays. He's definitely not lighting the world on fire, but I mean you still have to worry about him when you play him. And would you worry about the Raiders? coming in there to Lambeau and actually putting up a fight because yes, that's the weird thing about believing in John Gruden is so weird because this guy was a TV analyst for the last couple of years. Do you think season. having to watch Booger McFarlane <laughs> makes us respect John Gruden more? I would say so. I think oh, that so really has yeah. like an effect on how we all view him. We're like, oh, man, we didn't know how good we had it with this guy. Like we all made fun of him, but he was like – he was like – at least he was good. Like – I. Monday Night Football, when the, when the I mean, I know the Browns had a shitty game on it, but what a fucking tough watch to listen yeah. to every goddamn week. Like, ESPN, have some fucking respect for yourselves. Get Dennis Miller back, man. That's, it's about time. <laughs> yes. Let's talk about the Falcons. They host, <laughs> they host the Los Angeles Rams this week, another team that's on a three-game losing streak. Um, yeah. The Falcons are bad. Falcons are, in fact, bad, and uh, the Rams seem pretty bad, too. I mean, they keep losing O-linemen. Gurley's in and out of the lineup. Uh, you, you need a trip to Atlanta. This is the perfect time for them to get their shit together, I feel like. Um, I don't know. What do you guys think about the Rams? I mean, Atlanta is a defense after my own heart because they are the only defense <laughs> worse than our defense. Exactly. And that at least makes me feel comforted by the fact that when they show the stats of worst – of our defense and, and our position in the league, it's always 31, never 32. Maybe this is the year the that uh, Artie Blank realizes that Dan Quinn is not Kyle Shanahan. This is this might be the year. He's like, oh, wait, you got Matt Ryan's washed. We're just wasting Julio Jones right now. Hot take, trade Julio Jones. Mm. Blow it up. Blow it up. Wow. Let's go. Let's get some JV football teams out there. Come on. They just gave him a big contract. 
<laughs> uh, that's the only reason he's tough to trade is somebody has to swallow that entire thing. It's the very beginning of the deal. Um, Atlanta's kind of tethered to him, but they should blow it up. I don't know what the fuck they think is going to happen there. That team is cursed from the 28 to three days. They're, they're chasing ghosts at this point. Blow the shit up. Do a new team. And the Rams starting with the head coach, the Rams is this, a Super Bowl hangover thing as well. Is this another, we lost to the Patriots and now we're dog shit because Jared Goff, he just signed his big contract. Yep. I have him in, in another league. I have Gardner Minshew and Jared Goff as my QBs. I started Gardner Minshew because Jared Goff has just been eating shit. He get, plays the early game. Minshew does gets 5.6 points. Hell yeah. Terrible eats shit. And I'm like, well, great. Now I'm going to have that, that FOMO feeling of like, I should have started this guy. It's the classic, you know, that classic thing that happens to you in fantasy. And then Jared Goff goes out there and scores 1.1 points as a fantasy quarterback. I've never heard of anybody sucking that much on an, on a, and it, for a Sean McVay offense, like whose fault is this? He got the point one. It wasn't just one. It was actually 1.12. <laughs> Cause my league scores like that. It's, yep. it's insane. I mean, how could he be this bad after just, because he needs the threat of a run game. Their entire yeah. offense is play-action-based, yeah. and when nobody's worried about the run, kind of Jared Goff can't beat you by himself. And they just put a, a starting guard on IR, so that dude's out for the season on an already shaky O-line. Well, so that's nothing will make worse. you feel better than playing the Falcons, so they should be, should be fine for another week. Yes, they should be. Next game, Texans at Colts. Um, you know, Danny just came off that, that Texans loss. I think that they – you got to give that team some credit. They're down seventeen to three Ugh. in KC. Stop talking. Find about a way it. to win. I mean, no, this team finds ways to win. They've come back on yeah, the road real a couple heroes. times. Yeah, Deshaun Watson is a real hero. He's probably playing the best football out of anybody in the league outside of like Russell Wilson right now. I mean, quarterback play anyway. Um, yeah. Can you imagine what the Texans would be like if they had Sean McVay instead of Bill fucking Bryant? Like. Bill O'Brien, like he is a lucky motherfucker that that uh, just like two of his players are just like is like that he has Romeo Cornell, who's just always gonna give you B B to B plus defense, and then uh, you know the receiver and the quarterback are just better than everybody else, so that like they're fine. Like he can't fuck it up, and like he's tried he's tried to fuck it up as much as he can. He's traded away all of his draft pick for the Browns backfield from last year. And uh they're still they're still feisty. And yeah. I don't I don't care about the Colts at all. <laughs> I know I'm supposed to talk about them, but I fuck think, them. They're 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 well organized and they seem nice and I that's all I, and I don't give a shit about. I them. think I was on in that AFC South is just I think that's a bunch of good teams, man. Yeah. And it's pretty even down there and this is a big game. I hope the Texans win. So you get 40% off your new mattress from Mattress Firm. That's right. <laughs> Texans got to deal with Mattress Firm. Is this uh, Houston only or can we all enjoy it? I was about it? to say, yeah, is this an L.A. thing too? I think it's whoever. It doesn't say Houston only. Mattress Firm victory values. You Ooh. fucked up, Mattress Firm. <laughs> Just Didn't all put have it to, in the fine we, print. It's all to put in the Houston URL, basically. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, 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 Mattress firm, we have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next game we got uh, the 49ers at the Washington Football Squad. Um, 
Yeah, the 49ers' determination around the football. They had 41 carries in, in that Rams game that we've been talking about. I think that is great coaching. It's weird that right now the best teams in the league are playing good defense and running the ball the most. By the way, can we just it's stop? Just, who would have thought that the classic football pillars work? Unbelievable. You mean to tell me the best team isn't running a wildcat? <laughs> Shit is stupid. I'm just. I needed to stop the proceedings for a moment just to congratulate Jamel on his oh, team oh, nice. winning their first game. Hell yeah! What we a feeling. Wanted, we wanted to trick it off, you know. We tried our best. You really, you really tried to give that game away. It's like you know the the high of having Bill Callahan take over really carried us, and then we remembered who we were at some point. You know, it was like a fucking Looney Tune, like when they're walking in the sky. And, and then they and look and down. And they look down. Right. Like, oh, yeah, we're fucking. And Dan Snyder is the crevasse of your entire, <laughs> entire sure, franchise. Sure. I mean, I fuck with Bill Callahan. I mean, he's been the O-line coach for a while, and, like, it's one of the better things. Maybe this is a way we can get Trent to come back. I have, I'm sure Trent hated <laughs> fucking Gruden. Do you think I mean, he, how could you like that guy? Jamal, there is no fucking way he's playing for your team this year. I know, I Why know. Why would he do that? I because know. he's got to defend that three-and-a-half-headed monster at quarterback. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Who yeah, is right? the half? That's Alex that? Smith. Oh. Do you see that? <laughs> Do you Hobbled see that? Alex Smith. Colt McCoy. Healthy. The seven-legged quarterback. <laughs> Colt, Colt McCoy, healthy scratch uh, on this Dolphins game. What Does Bill Callen have no faith in Colt McCoy? He only had two quarterbacks active. I thought that dude started a week ago. Was he a Gruden guy? What is that? He was a Gruden guy. He's for sure a Gruden guy. He saw, he, he saw the Arena League All-Star inside of himself <laughs> when he looked at Colt McCoy. I'm going to say the know? score of this game is going to be 70,000 to 9. See, that's exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. This is the final test for the Niners. They are going to win, but we need to see how they win. Because if they blow us out like they should, then they're legit. And that's just how I'm going to see them for the rest of the year. But if they fucking eke one out, if we if – we, kick ourselves in the dick and beat ourselves and they win. Yeah, but there's only so much good still coaching. Still fraudulent. There's only so much like Kyle Shanahaning can do because Garoppolo's still like maybe not great. I know they whooped the Browns' ass, but like if uh, Callaway doesn't throw the ball up in the air on the goal line, the Browns are 14-10 in that game. Like, I got, it's like they kind of feel like Lamar Jackson for me last year where it's like maybe they get in the playoffs and then they're going to meet someone – Who's gonna be like, no, Garoppolo, you no, you throw, and they're and then they're gonna get fucking crushed. I agree. We haven't seen him. I say I've said it on the show already. We haven't seen Garoppolo truly tested yet. I mean, they were ahead in that game against the Rams most of the time, and they ran despite the box being loaded. I think there's like eight guys in the box the entire game. They still run it 41 times for I think two yards a pop, and they just. The Rams were daring them to to take a shot and throw the ball. But to Shanahan's credit, he just pounded it, tried to play ball control, and just bleed that clock and not turn the ball over. And it sounds like – it just seemed like they weren't giving going to let Garoppolo lose that game for him. Is he the best son of a coach? Ooh. Son Can you of think coach. of anyone else? Wade, Wade Phillips? Oh, that's Wade a good Phillips one. Yeah, good. Wade Phillips yeah. was a good coach. That's a strong one. I guess the Ryan brothers for like 30 seconds. The Ryan boys. Yeah. 
There was that time. There every, was that moment in the in this, early We're talking NFL pedigree, right? Every coach is probably – their dad was a coach. It's, it's sure, some, that's true. Some, in some way. And there's and for every coach, there's some dumb fuck son roaming the sidelines yeah. doing quality control. <laughs> Steven Belichick. Yeah. Hell, yeah. I got We had Greg and Blake Williams last year on oh. the Browns. It's like, what are we doing here, guys? Just to, to follow up on our Jay Gruden story, he was asked about the, the video that got leaked um, that we all that saw last week where he was drunk outside of a bar and talking, smoking uh, cigarettes and pat- combing the hair of a young lady. He said, I don't know how that got out there. That was from a few years ago. I remember the guy who took the video. No idea why it came out. I figured it would come out eventually, though. Just That's big man. news, though. We did not know that it came out of, that that yeah, was filmed a few years ago. Older video. That woman oh. might be of age by now. The internet is evil, bro. Yeah. No, that was. Somebody sat on that. Yeah, somebody that was, sat on that. But that's how you do it. You got to sit on the good content. Yeah. Somebody <laughs> waited and they knew. <laughs> Wait until the dude's about to get fired and then yeah. just released throw on dirt Twitter. on his grave. <laughs> yeah, released on Twitter from not someone working for the Redskins. Yeah. Oh. That was that was their handle. Oh my god! Yeah, you think that was like a ball boy? Oh, because it's sure. like a bro. That you, it's like a broy voice on the other side. That was. Uh, it's got a bar stool. That sort was of definitely feel. someone named Kevin Snyder who released that video. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Gruden getting Bidened. God. In the old dirt, dug up on him. <laughs> All right, uh, last early game, we got the Cardinals at Giants. Ugh. Ugh. Don't want to really want to. You know what? Actually, the Cardinals' offense. It's a good time. Kyler, Kyler Murray, Murray is a competent rookie. He's able to beat the bad teams, and that's what you want in a year one rookie experience. You want to see him just – you want to have him beat on the Bengals of the world, you know, take care of the, the crap, and and then, you know, lose to the people who actually have a team around them. But this week, the Giants, it's up in the air whether or not – because they're kind of in the same situation. They got Danny Dimes. Yeah, is he competent rookie. Better Is he the better Danny competent Dimes. rookie? It's 100%. actually an interesting game. Are you going to act like Danny Dimes isn't competent? Are you, you, you bring this Eagles bias to our journalism. Stop it. <laughs> we I'd have like, integrity. I'd like you to point out anything positive Daniel Jones has done other than uh, half of football against the Buccaneers. Okay, so what Kyler Murray, Murray do? What's his record? He's won two games and tied one. Two in a row. Okay, so that's 50% more games Daniel than Daniel Dimes. Dimes. Daniel Dimes did uh, wax your, 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 your Washington foreskins. Yeah, he's he got two dubs. Yeah. He's got two dubs. Kiss my ass. <laughs> they scored 17 points that game. One was a defensive touchdown against the, one of the worst defenses. In Energetically, though, he had a lot to do with <laughs> He that. was energetic. Uh, hey, Daniel Jones, cr- great job battling New England on Thursday night in Foxborough. Do we have to give this guy credit just for no. stepping off the bus? No, I'm not giving him credit for the Patriots game. That's ridiculous. No, 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 no. That's not him. As a, I'm just saying, competent rookie. He is a six-foot-something white man with a side part, so he gets credit no matter where he is and what he's doing. He went out there and <laughs> played a football game. Will you be mad if he goes out there and balls out on the Cardinals' defense, which also sucks? The Cardinals' defense is terrible. Uh, he'll probably have a pretty good game. Yeah, I mean, he's not going to shit the bed, but am I a believer? No. Is there any justification that you can think of for why the Cardinals are not trading Patrick Peterson. Because they're adamant about not trading him. I mean, he's and a, he, was, he's he, can't, he comes in after six games out. 
Like, do they think they're making the playoffs? Do they think it helps them to make the playoffs? Maybe they think I don't next understand year the logic. they can make the playoffs and you don't want to give up. The dude's fucking 31. He's about to he, – he, I don't even think – I think he has two more years on his contract and they and one of them's like voidable. And it's just like he has no reason to want to stick around except for a legacy thing, which I guess I understand. You got Fitz there and maybe he's like in your ear saying like we can build something as two fucking geriatric old dudes – and maybe that's like the the one reason why he would want to stay. But like the GM, I don't understand why you don't just get something for him so you can build around Kyler. He's decent. Do something for him. I used to take offense in people calling like people my age old, like thirty one year olds <laughs> washed football old. But then I did like strain my back pooping the other day, and I was like, no, we are old. This is it. Yeah, I, I think everybody this. in this room probably has some lingering pain right now. Yeah. We're all we're potting with pain. My neck hurts. My pillow's bad. Yeah, I slept on oh, my glasses that's last terrible. night. That will kill you. Yeah, it's not good. Oh. Got a heel thing. Need new inserts. I made Hardigan put a note on his phone to remind me to get new inserts. <laughs> <laughs> this is off topic, but I feel like I have a theory that we were in a generation where it was still – it was very accepted – for our lazy parents to feed us like McDonald's and Dunkaroos and oh like all God, kinds of yeah. preservative filled shit. And I feel like our whole generation is just going to like physically is just going to fall apart. Like all our bones are just going to melt when we turn 50. We didn't even have a shot, man. I used to go used to, used to eat McDonald's every week after tennis. Hey, we burned out tennis and then eat McDonald's. It's all happening. We're we're falling apart earlier than any human generation has before. All right, let's move to the afternoon games. Uh, One p.m. Chargers at Titans. What a shit show! I would say a relief for the Chargers anytime they don't have to play in L.A. That's about eighty percent Pittsburgh fans. Something like at that. Least. Did you see they also played the Steelers? theme song yeah. at the stadium and the Chargers players were like what the fuck is going on here <laughs> give the fans what they want you know you got yeah. 80% you got the, you got to buy you got to you got to get these people buying concessions and beers yeah. it was yeah. weird when they handed out terrible towels at the gate it's a business that was, that was weird <laughs> yeah you just flip they just had them upside down yeah then flip them around when you get them yeah yeah no man i don't know dude this is what happens when you play in a, a 10,000 seat stadium i guess Beautiful, fun time, though, going to that stadium. And I, I think we've all been there, right? We've gone to see a team that we love yeah. beat up on the Chargers. I at least have, and it was it was just a great time. You get to hang out well, with fellow fans there, of your own stripe in a new I, stadium. I remember it happened. Uh, shit, damn, I forgot what I was going to say. Still, uh, somehow, I believe that the Chargers will end up. 9-7. Yeah, 9-7, 8-8. Eight eight. They just find a way. They have Phillip fucked Rivers. themselves, though. They fucked themselves really hard early. I did Phillip not think Rivers, they'd lose this game. He believes in the Lord too much for them to not go 8-8. Eight eight. Well, apparently Devlin so Hodges hard. believes in the Lord much more because he whacks them. See the Titans benched your boy Marcus Mariota. How do you feel about that? I mean, look, um, he deserved it, obviously. Uh, as Danny Solomon says every week, Marcus Mariota, garbage crap. Terrible, not it's good. Just the truth. I don't hate Italians, but I just don't. <laughs> I don't know. Is that he's Hawaiian, right? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Mariota, yeah. though. What do you? Welcome to Beppo with the pineapple. Yeah. Here's a couple uh, rework variable code. This is the thing I have to do now. Uh, yeah. Uh, variable uh, uh, De Bear's voice. Uh, we had to sit Mariota down. Um, 
It just needed to happen. Uh, much like my ventricle system, the offensive identity is something that has to clearly be improved. You got kind of Indian there at the end, yeah, Rabel? I know, I it was a little <laughs> – I was freeballing. Rabel is a Northeastern Ohio dude. He's like an Ohio cat through and through. Also, I know um, because I golfed with someone on the staff of the Tennessee Titans, dude spends eight hours a day coaching football and – 16 hours a day just smoking heaters during the season. That's his vibe. That's the Rabel vibe. Just crushing ciggos constantly. Well, don't take the impression away from Jamel. He clearly cares very deeply about being able to do it each week. I feel like Rabel at the end of that was like from Kashmir. Like it was like. <laughs> the disputed zone. Yeah. Um, this is one of those games. Hope to not watch a second of. I'll watch the highlights. Here, here. I don't want to watch this game. Rest in peace, Philip Rivers. Go have more babies and live your life. It's sad. The Chargers are sad. Next one. Good game. Saints at Bears. I think uh, Bears are getting Trubisky back this week. The Saints. <laughs> Is that good? <laughs> no, it's not good. <laughs> but the Saints also have their backup quarterback uh, in Bridgewater. Oh, well, the, I guess the Bears don't have their backup anymore. But he feels like a backup. Saints are 4-0 and right now without Drew Brees. I mean, their defense is for real. They've given up since week three, 257 to the Cowboys, 252 to the Bucks, 226 to the Jags. I mean, they're Dennis Allen, shout out defensive coordinator. The guy is fucking killing it. I mean, that under 250 yards a game for your opponent, this is great. I, I just don't know. I, this game confuses me a little bit because I know, I know defenses don't travel well to London, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let that one slide. And maybe the Bears' defense is just good enough to keep them in all the games all the time. But they're probably in the best division in football. Yes. It's like uh, you need – and Trubisky, Trubisky sucks. He can't, he can't throw the ball. And what I've heard is that throwing the ball accurately is helpful in football. Especially. <laughs> is that why you guys have me here for stuff like that? Yeah. Do you say stuff like that? So, Trubisky bad, defense good, um, Teddy Bridgewater. I, listen, I, I ride for anyone who cries. Yes. If, you, if you cry, I roll with you. Russell Wilson, even though you beat my team when you were crying about Paul Allen, I want more crying in football. Mostly just because, like, I think the head injury stuff kind of opens up a part of the brain that just lets you be more vulnerable. So, uh, I'm going to go, I'm going to roll with, the, I'm going to roll the Saints for the tears. Yeah, Teddy Teddy gloves. Teddy Bridgewater, one of the last quarterbacks still wearing two gloves. Hell yeah! When he throws the ball, I also like that. He cries and wears gloves. Yeah, that's a man's man right there. It's great. Uh, anything about the Ravens? The oh, sorry, Ravens. What am I saying? Anything about? Well, hey, let's move on. Yeah, fuck the Bears. <laughs> uh, next fuck game we got. Bears. Next game we have the Ravens at Seahawks. Uh, this is gonna be a fun one. These two quarterbacks. Super fun to watch. Did you guys see that Russell Wilson after the game said he couldn't hear anything and his helmet communication went off and he was just calling plays in the whole second half? And scored a touchdown on that drive. It's amazing. On the on the first drive after the headset went out. Because you don't really need a lot of coaching when you're good. You know, it's just they, they, they're they letting Aaron Rodgers basically run the show in Green Bay. They should do the same for Russ, for Lamar. I mean, they're just running around when they feel like it anyway. Why not just make it official? And he's been in that offense for a while. 
going to do there for a while. Russell wow. Wilson, I, I wish Baker Mayfield would kind of it, look to him more. He is he is just the smartest person about never taking hits he doesn't have to. And it is the thing of, like, I understand Baker is going to be a gunslinger, but Russell Wilson is just the perfect amount of smart and that you need to protect yourself because you're still going to get whacked. He still got the shit beat out of him. They called a horse collar on him when someone tackled him at his waist. Like they were fucking dancing with him. It was unfucking believable. Well, we all um, know Russell Wilson is great with self control. Yeah. That is important yeah. in a quarterback and a husband. Absolutely. I'm and assuming, Peter, by the way, that you did not have relations with your wife before you got married no. recently. So congratulations no, no, on no. that as well. I, in fact, when this Losing podcast's over, I'm about to get it on for the first time. <laughs> Well, we'll try to wrap it up pretty quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, we got a couple more games to get to. So, uh, yeah, I'd say uh, say I'm going with the Seahawks. (laughs) All right. uh, Sunday night, we got Eagles-Cowboys. I mean, this is the game I live for that happens twice a year. We got swept last year. Don't like talking about it. This one's – we got vengeance coming on. I mean – did you see? Uh, for, let's talk Cowboys first. Let's go on their side. Did you see that Zeke Elliott said he didn't know the Jets were 0 4 after the game? He was just in the, by his locker and he's like, oh, I didn't even know that they hadn't won a game yet. I mean, are, is he fucking lying to us? Or is he that flipping about his job? It's, well, I mean, you know, he's been adding nose rings all season. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he actually didn't know. It's hard to get them piercing appointments. These are speed practices, holes. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> More aerodynamic. <laughs> yeah. You guys see it was also Jerry Jones' birthday when they lost to the Jets. Just a huge pile of shit uh, as a gift. And also, did you guys see Jason Garrett trying to high-five his team as they were running off the field? Completely just left hanging by like 11 guys. Jason He's- Garrett <laughs> went to my high school. Please um, give me a, a bad Jason Garrett story. And his brother – was an English teacher and the offensive coordinator of my high school. And uh, one of my best friends in high school is now the defensive coordinator at Fordham. Paul Rice played at Yale. Um, was the best running back, the best player we had. He was like running back, linebacker, uh, and the kicker. And uh, Jason's Garrett brother still refused to let him run the ball. It was like it's a family fucking disease. I don't know what it is, so I'm not surprised at at all, and um, I'm so happy that we got here. There was the first three weeks, it was like, oh, he's good. And it was like, no, let's get back to what we all know and love, which is him ruining everyone's life. Yes. Possibly no Amari Cooper this week, so your shitty secondary gets bailed out. I guess you got to be feeling good about that. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what general manager Howie Roseman does. He's usually great at making these midseason deals. I mean, the, everybody's screaming for Jalen Ramsey, but I mean, at this point, I would take a like a Chris Harris or just somebody, some cornerback that's competent from another team that's bad. I mean, there's that, oh, there's a lot of tension in this room because we all need the same thing. We all need the same shit. I mean, the Eagles specifically need it. I mean, we Jamel getting... needs everything. He needs a team, <laughs> and none of us want anything from yeah. Jamel's team. Uh, the Eagles still have some guys who who are coming back. I mean, Darby and Jalen Mills are getting healthy too. They're but they're not gonna change everything we really need a, a, a game changer but i do want to shout out um i think somebody who's flying a little under the radar this year is carson wentz i really think yeah. he's playing amazing football right now and he's just kind of because the team is middling he's not getting given the credit the credit he deserves 
We've had some injuries. The, the skill guys aren't great, but the guy is completely back. I mean, he's playing as well as he played in 2017. And, and you uh, know what happened then. And <laughs> <laughs> you guys are fine. Your division is hot trash. The division's trash. Once we win this game. Yeah, 35-17. Shut it down. I really think Wentz is going to put on a show on Sunday night. Uh, look, insert Wentz into all your lineups. The guy is going to put on a show. Pete Wentz. Pete Wentz. <laughs> yeah. Carson Wentz. Yeah. <laughs> I'm starting Pete Wentz. Yeah, start Pete Wentz in all of your da- daily fantasy. Fallout boy. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, Monday night. Monday night football. They know how to pick them, don't they? Patriots at Jets. Boo. Let's just – I mean, we, we got to wrap it up anyway. Who gives a shit? Did you see that Sam Darnold also had strep throat? It wasn't just mono. <laughs> so he couldn't eat. He said he was, like, having to wolf down, like, protein oh, shakes. He is so like, behind on all of his high school homework now. <laughs> hey, that poor boy. He's going to get chicken pox later. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> got to stop making out with them chicks from the wrong side of the tracks. <laughs> That's what I'll say for him. But you know what? He's fucking back. I'm taking the Jets in this game. Consul- to, oh, cover, oh, wow. to cover. To <laughs> cover. To cover the 25-point spread. spread. Yeah, they're not going to win. Oh, as, as one, cover, probably. I don't know if this is the game, but some game, Tom Brady's actually going to get hit. And then he'll be gone. I think that could happen this year. I think that creakety old man, all it takes is one hit like any other quarterback takes by accident, some little mistake, and the Jets could definitely be the team that just knock him the fuck out. The old Kurt Warner. Yeah. Even though they made that – even though you know you can't touch touch Tom Brady. Like, they've made the rules different already for quarterbacks, but you actually aren't allowed to touch him. By the way, this is how I know the secret is bullshit because I've been wishing for this for five years and it's never happening. It never happens. You can't believe hard enough that Tom Brady is going to get knocked out of a game and make it actually manifest itself. It just doesn't work. The guy is bionic or he's a T-800 or something like that. It's, he's, more, he's, he's more T-1000. He feels nothing. He'll kill kids. He's a piece of shit. He'll kiss kids. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's the kiss of death. <laughs> Spreads 10 and a half, Jamel. Will they cover that? It's not. It's pretty low. Absolute. Close one. Let's go Jets. J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. First time I've ever said that, but they beat the Cowboys, so they earned it. You've got mail. All right, let's move on. We got, uh, we got a whole fucking heap of mail just piling up in this, in this small room that we podcast from. Um, yeah, Jamel, do you want to rustle something out? <laughs> just picking some mail out there. Hold on. It's crumpled for some reason. He's uncrumpling some mail. Wait, man, because this one is kind of a weird one. Don't sit under that bag. It's too heavy. All right, hold on. Oh. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, check this out. I got a letter from um, <clears throat> Patricia Cotero from uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Hey, guys, big fan. Uh, you all might know me as Apollonia from Apollonia 6. Uh, also, hey, Peter. Heard you were coming on the show this week and had to write in. Congratulations on your wedding. I wanted to be there, but my invite got lost in the mail. Uh, she put LOL in parentheses. Uh, anyway, I was at the Vikings game with Tommy Matola last week, and Kirk Cousins looked good. Do you think he can keep it up the rest of the year? Sure. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you, who wrote that? Apollonia, dude. Yeah, Apollonia was at the Vikings game with Tommy Vitola, and she was, took notes she's on Prince's Perk Cousins' first lady, man. performance. She's the first lady of Minneapolis. Yes, I'm aware. Dude, I got the, we got this in the mail. I didn't write this in the middle of the show after I said that <laughs> print stuff. This came in the mail for us. You didn't hear that? 
Kirk Cousins 1 and 0 since uh getting on the phone with President Donald Trump. <laughs> Great. That is yeah, so, and, and attending the rally on Thursday in Minneapolis. I mean, I really wanted the fucking. Oh God, I know it's just bad. Kirk Cousins is part of the cabinet now. He is. He's going to be the VP when when Pence is executed. There's going to be Kirk Cousins. This is appropriate. This is an appropriate oh. amount of groaning. Sans Trump. Oh. <laughs> Kirk's fine, I guess. Yeah, fuck that dude. He and we'll give him a concussion so he can become an Elizabeth Warren fan. <laughs> exactly. We've got to switch that thing up. I think he obviously he reacts to negative reinforcement well. <laughs> because he was get, he both his receivers yell at him. He gets made fun of in the press and Donald Trump browbeats him and all of a sudden he's a superstar. Oh yeah, Kirk is for sure a sub. He likes that. <laughs> he's a big sub, big sub vibes. Dan, you got a piece of mail? I do, yeah. Here we go. <laughs> Pulling this out. Ooh, it's a little, it's got some stain on it here. Uh, hey guys, love the show. This is the Zodiac speaking. <laughs> the one thing I ask of you is this please help me. I cannot reach out for help because this thing in me won't let me. I'm finding, ext- I'm finding it extremely difficult to hold it in check. I am afraid I will lose control again and take my ninth and possibly tenth victim. Please help me. I am drowning. At the moment, the children are safe from the bomb because it is so massive to dig in to the trigger. Much requ- re- do- The trigger mechanism requires much work to get it adjusted just right. But if I hold back too long, I will lose all control of myself and set the bomb up. Please help me. I cannot remain in control for much longer. Signed, Vontez Burfin. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Great. I don't even feel like we need to comment on that. That was just yeah. checking in, making sure he knows what's up. Good to hear I'm, from you, Vontaze. Yeah. But please, I'm, I'm glad people are reaching out to us for help. Please listening. Please, I'll get you in touch listening. with my uh, my therapist. Yeah, Perfect. Good. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Uh, let me grab one right here. This thing says, hey, podcast world, yours truly. I don't understand the premise of your show. Sorry, we love football. What kind of crap is that? What are you apologizing for? Football is the reason I'm rich, and it's what led me to meeting my wife. I will say, if I was sorry, I, I will say, if I was sorry about loving football, here's how I'd do it. Mm. I'd kill all the referees with a big old hunting knife. I'm just saying, take care. OJ Simpson. <laughs> fan of the show. He doesn't think we need to apologize. We put the vibes out. OJ, thanks for listening. Uh, your opinions are your own. We're attracting serial killers <laughs> to write into the show i think i uh, definitely they oh, love this show did. yeah oj didn't do it and vantes probably Alleged. didn't do it vantes did something he probably wasn't the zodiac i don't know peter you got you got a uh, you got something there i do i actually brought some mail uh back from cape cod because there wasn't enough postage um dear podcast <laughs> this is the dj from your wedding DJ Tommy. Yo. I loved intro- you introducing to me all of the rap that I've never heard of before. I really enjoyed Back That Ass Up. Oh, Banner killed that. And I just had a couple questions. Most notably, are we ever going to see the Josh Gordon that we saw in Cleveland? Tom Brady forever. Thank you again for inviting me. It was a beautiful ceremony. Mazel tov. Love DJ Tommy. 
DJ Tommy was yo, DJ Tommy was killing it, bro. Yeah, DJ Tommy uh spoke exactly like that and also had uh, uh his buddy who was an uplighter who was also like bald and had glasses. They looked like two fucking Lennies from of mice and men. They were really <laughs> they were really out there. Killing it, bro. Uh, yeah, man. They were they were out there in those mean streets. When I listen, I appreciate the love, DJ Tommy. Um Josh Gordon's not playing well because he's not high. End of story. Yeah, get him on some good. He get needs lit. A, a hybrid here. Sativa's too much. It'll freak him out. Yeah. Nice little solid middle-of-the-road hybrid. Get him right. Get him one of those those hybrid like, drinks, you know? Ooh, a sprig? Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Put a sprig in you. Drink a whole one, Josh. You know those guys who say they're better at beer pong when they've had a few? I mean, this is Josh Gordon. He's not good at football unless no. he's had a few whatever drug cocktail he needs to take before the game. It's Jesus juice. <laughs> we talk now about he's drinking we t- Jesus juice. We talk a lot of molesters and <laughs> drug addicts and child fuckers and hey, just serial football, killers. Football, baby. Some of the characters that yeah. make up this great league. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, final thoughts on the week. I'm going to start. Um, look, America's still watching football. I mean, it's crazy how the numbers look. So 16.4 million viewers so far in 2019. There, that's the average, up 6% from last year. By comparison, the most watched baseball playoff game, the Nationals-Dodgers game five, 5 million viewers. So 10 million more people are just watching you know, a, a Lions-Cardinals game over a baseball playoff game. Uh, Thursday night's Pats-Giants game, 16 million viewers, bigger audience than the 2019 NBA Finals game average, which was 15 million. I mean, these fucking football games. I mean, I'm just saying football is still the king when it comes to watching at home. I know that there was a threat to it and, you know, the, all the political crap happened, but people still, they can't get enough. Obviously, neither can we. Come to us for absolution. Hmm. Uh, Danny Solomon, final thoughts? I just want to say a, a, a true happy trails to Gronk. Rob Gronkowski just came out that he is not going to unretire and all that bullshit that Robert Kraft was spinning about, like, I don't know, maybe he was fucking jerking us off, pun intended. And it turns out Rob Gronkowski comes out on TV, says, it's a no, I'm not coming back. Go be a fucking action star. Let's write something for you, Gronk. Get in touch with us. We worked with you before. Come out come out to Hollywood. We'll write a little action vehicle where you're like some fun dumb guy with a gun. Crash leads the musical. Cra- finally, get Let's crash leads. In, on Broadway, and uh, uh, and whatever you decide to do, Gronk, selling CBD oil, uh, you know, fucking doing a Vegas show where it's just you kind of standing there while a bunch of ladies dance around you, whatever you want to do, you were fun, you made the league fun, right off into the sunset. Don't help the fucking Patriots; they suck. They're they're the evil empire. You know that. You're a good man, and you deserve more. I guess in closing, I would like to say, um, as always, uh, hold your loved ones near. There, There is hope. Uh, just hold on. We're going home. Uh, Bill Callahan, if you're listening, you know, just take care of yourself, dog. You know, find a good playlist. Dan Snyder is about to get very annoying. <laughs> I know you haven't really had to deal with him in the past couple years, but you're about to get some really strangely worded emails. Uh, a lot of stuff in all caps about to start coming in your box and um, I wish you the best and go Mystics Peter Moses thanks for joining us today 
Thank Do you, you have any final? Yeah, my last thing is keep my fucking team and my quarterback out of your <laughs> goddamn mouths. Let us suffer in silence and peace. Relax and fuck off. Hell yeah. You d- <laughs> when they score, I was with you. When they scored that first touchdown against the Titans, you were like, we're going to the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, we're still going to the Super Bowl. Everyone just leave us alone. Fair enough. Thanks for doing this again. Hell yeah. Thanks, guys. Uh, thanks for listening. And once again, we're sorry that we do this. Sorry. Extremely sorry. Lo siento. Sorry. We're very sorry. We are sorry. Sorry. <laughs>